Welcome back to The Ron Show for Wednesday, December 21st, 2022, on the America One Radio app, AmericaOneRadio.com. I grimace verbally because, my God, we're like three shopping days <laughs> from uh, from Christmas. We're, what, uh, less than 10 days now from the start of a new year. Ah, oh, man, these, these days just start flying by. We are on with Donnie Edwards. I want to uh, talk with Donnie. Donnie runs the organization, launched the organization, Hunger Has No Religion, based here in Atlanta. Donnie, thanks for joining us. You're, you're in Florida right now, right? Yes, sir, I am, yes. And uh, while we're about to get, like, I mean, a historically cold blast of air here in Atlanta, it's my understanding that even Florida's kind of feeling it a little bit in the next few days. Yeah, a little bit for Floridians. Yeah, anything below a certain temperature is freezing to them. But me being from New York, it, it's nowhere near cold. But yeah, I, I decided to escape all of that. And now I'm here in Florida. Uh, have the locals told you uh, or warned you about the iguanas? No, they have not. Okay, so when it gets really cold down there, the iguanas uh, in the trees, like they freeze and fall out of the tree. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, fortunately for me, I'm not near them. <laughs> yeah. I try. I tend to steer clear of iguanas myself, but uh, some people keep them as pets even. Anyway, let's talk. We've got a few days here again where uh, we are going to be heading into some historic cold weather in Atlanta. And uh, your organization will be vital, uh, I believe, in, in aiding folks towards, you know, finding a warm meal and a place to stay. Tell us, first of all, uh, a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get to how Hunger Has No Religion came to be. Wow, the the question no one likes to answer. Uh, a little bit about me. I'm, I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. Um, I did serve in, in the U.S. Army. Mm-hmm. Um, as you can see, my profile, I, I did retire. I was served the last eight years of my career as a recruiter mm-hmm. uh, based out of Atlanta. I okay. did some in Washington, D.C. as well. So um, the recruiting background and just being able to you know talk to people and working in the community was kind of something uh, that came natural to me. So recruiting uh, was great. And it also helps me with the organization as well. So that explains how you wound up in Atlanta. Tell us how Hunger Has No Religion came to be. Well, actually, it came to be I was volunteering. Well, let me go back just a little bit. I had one of my supervisors uh, based out of Atlanta challenge us something within our community, but he wanted us to do it as a team. And he put me in charge to go out and look for an organization that we can volunteer with. Mm-hmm. Found a nonprofit that actually fed our unsheltered patrons out there. So as a unit, we all went out once a month and volunteered uh, with this. He was basically trying to get us to work together as a team. Well, you know, in the Army, military, you know, as a whole, we continue to kind of move around every three to four years. Mm-hmm. So as other guys were going to their new duty station and I remained there, I continued to volunteer with this nonprofit. And what I noticed is a lot of patrons was asking for requesting hygiene essentials after they ate their meal. Mm-hmm. And I noticed there was a need. So I just came up with the idea that, hey, why don't I start my own nonprofit and issue these essential hygiene supplies? Mm-hmm. And we can kind of work together. And then I eventually I would kind of venture off. So talking with the founder, thought it was a great idea. And then I just kind of took it and ran with it from there. And there's a lot of dignity that comes in hygiene, obviously. Uh, you know, just because yes. someone is homeless, uh, that doesn't mean that they don't want to be clean. It's the access to being clean that is an issue. And uh, I, I'm glad you saw that need. So now tell us what all Hunger Has No Religion does for our most vulnerable today. 
Well, today we supply, of course, the hygiene essentials, hygiene essentials. We like to kind of go off the five basic essentials is mm -hmm. how we started. And then we add more. So the five basic essentials are toothpaste, toothbrush, deodorant, soap and toilet paper. Mm -hmm. So we felt if we continue and stay consistent with these five items, that that would help us give them the, the bare essentials of what they needed. Then, of course, during the wintertime, we adjust. So we add scarves, hats, hand warmers. We do gently use clothing. Mm -hmm. So we kind of adjust according to the weather as well. But those five basic essentials are always in every single hygiene bag so every month. Why, why, why the name Hunger Has No Religion? <laughs> well, Hunger Has No Religion, I, I came up with the name. I, I have a friend that I've known for over 20 years, and she's Muslim. And I went out to volunteer with her one weekend, and she knows that's what I like to do. Anything community-based and giving back, I'm all for it. You know, I want to go out there. Me being homeless myself on, on several occasions, I kind of understand uh, some of the situations they find themselves in, our unsheltered patrons and what they go through. Anyhow, she asked me to speak to everyone after we were all done. Don't know why. I said, hey, you know, no problem. And I just thanked them for what they were doing, for giving out hot meals in the community. And I said, hey, you know, you guys are, you know, Muslim and I'm Christian. I said, but hunger has no religion. Mm. Uh, we're all doing the same thing. It doesn't matter if they're hungry. We feed them no matter what their religion. Mm -hmm. And I noticed maybe three, four hours later, one of the people in the group, we were actually Facebook friends. And she quoted me and she put a collage together with some photos of the work we were doing that day. And she said, hunger has no religion. And I said, wow. And it, it just hit me. So I, I took the name. I trademarked it. Uh, I went from there. And, you know, that's how the name came about. And some people think we feed, mm -hmm. which is something we'll, we may get to if we're led that way. Mm -hmm. But as of now, we just supply hygiene essentials. However, we do work with other organizations that feed. So it's a kind of a fair balance. They do the hot meals. We do the hygiene essentials. It's almost a one-stop shop that they get. So the reason I found your organization, I was going to uh, the Georgia Homeless, uh, web, GeorgiaHomeless.org, by the way, and uh, or GAHomeless.org, I should say, and I was looking for uh, secular organizations that uh, assist our most vulnerable who are in the streets, and your organization and six others came up. Uh, wow. and, 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 and in the filter that I used, and the reason I used this particular filter was because I wanted to make sure that we were looking for organizations, not just secular organizations, uh, to, 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 to sort of single out the religious, but, um, you know, being, being a gay man myself, I happen to, you know, be keenly aware that there's still a lot of bias, even with organizations that assist, uh, the hunger, uh, the hungry and the homeless. And so your organization made it through that filter uh, along with these six other organizations. And so I wanted to single wow. these organizations out because, you know, homelessness sees no bias. Uh, it affects right. it Correct. affects everyone, and uh, so uh, I want to commend you for, uh, for for passing through that filter uh, again. That's, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now you said you you said you had been homeless a few times before, right? Would you care to exp yes. expound on that a little bit? How did when when did that happen? Well, as a as a child uh, living with my mom and my older sister, um, my mother actually uh, experienced some some difficulties, and we actually lived in a shelter. 
in New York. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being a kid, you know, we had to hold on to our shoes. My mother would kind of have her purse, you know, wrapped, wrapped around her wrist and mm-hmm. kind of have it tucked under the pillow when we uh, went to sleep at night. And then a certain time of the day we had to leave and then come back later on. And then eventually we transitioned into a hotel that was you know, paid for by the government. After that, my mother uh, acquired an apartment in Bronx, in the Bronx, Bronx, New York. And then we lived there. Uh, that happened, you know, of course, as an adolescent, but I still remember the transition and everything we went through. And then the second time I was actually an adult, I was going through a divorce. Mm. So I actually, you know, was on the street for a little bit, mm. kind of eventually stayed with a friend, slept in his place on the floor mm. uh, until I was able to get back in my feet. So I understand how it is to be displaced. And, you know, there's different levels of homelessness. You know, mm-hmm. Some people believe it's just being out on the street, sometimes it could just be going from couch to couch, yep. you know, in someone's home. Right. Um, I did at one time look up the term, so forgive me, but I, I don't have the proper terminology for it. But there are different transition levels of, of homelessness. And um, those are my two experiences I had in my life. So from, don't regret it, either of them. So from your personal experience and also from organizing and launching this uh, Hunger Has No Religion organization, Again, we're coming up on some some nights, some mornings, I should say, where we're going to see temperatures in the teens. What yes. what can we know as citizens that can assist uh, with, with getting folks off the streets, or if we if we know someone who, who who needs a warm place to stay, what do we tell them? Well, I like to have a resource page on our website, okay. which is hhnr.org. And we try to keep it updated as much as possible as far as different organizations mm-hmm. that patrons can call if we cannot help them. I like to stay in touch with other organizations, uh, warming centers. Mm-hmm. I like to know where they are, what time they open, how far they are, things like that. So whenever we we're actually out on the street and we're helping our patrons, when they ask us for things that we cannot provide them, we try to give them the resources to get it done. And um, and I see that on your resource page, you 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 list uh you know the the Gateway Center uh, on Prior Street, Crossroads Community Ministries, uh, my sister's house, the Shepherd's Inn. Love that. Oh, that's just, this is a fantastic resource. Again, that website is hhnr.org. Listen, um, I want to thank you for for finding a need. You know, anybody can op- open a homeless shelter or, or anyone could could potentially, you know, open a soup kitchen. But you saw a need for the process and having been through the process, the process of dignity, cleanliness, and then, uh, you know, clothing, as I'm sure your mother went through, you know, having having being clean, having clothes to even go to a job interview to get a job so that you can afford that your own apartment is one of those vital steps. And uh, I commend you for, for seeing one of those pro- uh, steps in the process that obviously we, we had a gap in here. Yes. And, and if I may, I just want to thank our supporters out there yeah. because unfortunately since COVID-19, we've been having funding challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, um, you know, somehow the monetary donations, you know, they still come in, but even with supplies, mm-hmm. even with supplies, you know, we, we need things like cases of toilet paper. You know, we need toothbrushes and bars of soap and different things like that. So it's not already always about the monetary mm-hmm. donations. But as long as we get the, the goods and the supplies, what we need, we get them out there. We actually serve the first Saturday of every month. Uh, we partner with one of our one of my sponsors, FTHP, where they actually feed every week. 
we come out once a month. We were at twice a month level, but again, you know, because of funding, we kind of had to scale back. So we're we're trying to recover. You know, we uh, was blessed with a van during uh, the pandemic. So we do have a van. We decided to become mobile. It's paid off. It's debt free. Nice. One of our sponsors stepped up. Regal Nissan stepped up, paid for it, and uh, we put a down payment on it, and we're good. But guess what? We need gas. We got to mm. pay insurance on it. Mm. <laughs> and maintenance. So that's where these monetary things, you know, donations kind of help in coming at maintenance for our website. But either or, Ron, I tell you, is a huge help. So, you know, anyone that's listening that want to support us, we're 501c3. So, you know, just tax write off. We can give you a tax letter. Uh, please go to hhnr.org and uh, hit the donate tab. Or if you want to donate some supplies, you know, you can go to Amazon. We have an Amazon wish list. You can buy things and get shipped to us. However you can help, we'll accept it, and we'll get it out there to our patrons. Uh, is the Amazon wish list on your website as well? Yes. There should be a link on our website uh, that shows the Amazon wish list. Yeah. Amazon if you Smart. click on it, it should give you a list of supplies. We have been experiencing a little bit of web issues. We're trying to get that resolved. Mm -hmm. But it should take you to our Amazon wish list, and you'll see things, you know, underwear, hand warmers, different things like that. We try to keep that updated as, as much as possible. I actually have a board of directors, but we're a small grassroots organization. Um, all of my people on my board work full time. I'm the only one that, that does not work. I'm, I'm retired. So I take up most of that, the admin and, and try to keep it, you know, uh, up, up to date. But again, you know, even I get busy at times just doing other things, partnering with other organizations, things like that. So um, that's it. You know, thank you for the opportunity. I, I, how you found us. I think it's great. Thank you so much. Um, thank you for what you do. I, I, I actually read upon you and saw your experience and 20 year plus vet uh, in, in the business. So, you know, thank you for what you do. Yeah, well, you know, this this is a, a, a politically oriented show, but at the same time, I always like to try and uh, educate our audience on ways that they can uh, help, you know, our most vulnerable. And, you know, homelessness is it's an epidemic in this country. And I know the president yes, yes. wants to try and address that and reduce that homeless population by 25 percent by 2025 yep. and that's commendable, 20, yep. but you know, we, heard that. we got a lot of work to do. I mean, I live on Boulevard and freedom parkway and we have, Oh, I know exactly where you are. We have folks who uh, work those street corners uh, and stand yep. in the intersection for money. We have people who live under the Jackson street bridge. I mean, it's, it's not hard to, in fact, we, we have folks every once in a while who, uh, you know, are staying under the stoop in the building. It's just, it's sad. Yep. And, uh, you know, we, we talked about the dignity of cleanliness. I mean, our building has a dog wash and every once in a while we have neighbors who will complain because there'll be a homeless person using the dog wow. wash. And I get it when you're a dog owner, especially a single female, you, you feel scared, you know, you, you, you feel, yeah. uh, so again, this is why it's important that an organization like yours exists to help with that, that initial step, that, that, that cleanliness, the dignity of cleanliness and, uh, you know, a clean mouth, just a clean mouth. Uh, can go so far for these folks in need. So um, I, again, I want to thank you for that. So let's send folks again to your website. It's hhnr.org for those that want more information or want to donate. And uh, you enjoy your holidays. I guess you're staying down in Florida through through Christmas, right? Yes, yes, sir. I don't blame you, man. It's cold up here. I mean, <laughs> but uh, but good luck catching the iguanas because I'm telling you, they'll be falling out the sky uh, the next thing you know. I'll right? keep my eyes open, Ron. I sure will. <laughs> Donnie Edwards with Hunger Has No Religion at hhnr.org. Thanks for the time. I appreciate it. Thank you.
I'm not kidding when I tell you that I did a little research on this guy. I knew he was in the military. Did not know he had been homeless twice in his life. That was quite a story. HHNR.org, Hunger Has No Religion. That's an organization worth a little bit of your extra dollars. As you're winding up the year, maybe looking for a tax break. Make it a big one, my friends. More on show after this. We wrap up the show next on the American One Radio app and on AmericanRadio.com.